Hallelujah. So as you receive those giving, giving receipts for the year, I mean, that's one of the reasons we have them. I understand for the United States of America, they, they like them for tax purposes. But for us, we like to look at what we've sown so that we know where we are. We can rejoice over what we've done and then believe God for more to be able to sow more for the next year. So, so the, that is our reason for, for sending those out so you can, so you can uh, rejoice over what you've been able to do in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Also want to remind you um, about the uh, special offering that we're going to be receiving during this month. Um, we are going to be receiving a special offering for those in our community who might be less fortunate, who are in need at this time in the winter time here. We are going to be taking each Sunday, whenever you want to sow, you can put under the, the extra line or the special offering line. Uh, it's going to go to the Douglas County Task Force. They actually have a uh, hope uh, center, health and hope center here, and they distribute to those in need. And we did this last year. We gave an offering to them, and they were able to distribute that money to the people that need it. They are well qualified and able to uh, vet the people that come to them and, and need assistance. So that's how we give into our community here for Douglas County. So if you would like to give into that offering, you can do it any Sunday this month. There's actually five Sundays for this uh, month of January. And then I will take that in February and give that to them. So wanted to remind you of that. Praise the Lord. Would you turn with me to... Uh, Whoa, let's see. Proverbs chapter 4 this morning. Actually, no, let's go to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Last week, my husband ministered on uh, speaking God words um, and how important it is with, with our mouth what, what we say and how we say it and, and what we allow our mouths to talk about. Yes. And uh, he quoted this verse in James and uh, I wanted to take a look at it again this morning. James 1 verse 19 says this, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. It goes on to say, For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Um, it's so interesting. I, I do. I love uh, the book of James, but he says here, "Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger." And, and last week we were looking at at that uh, phrase, "slow to speak." This week, I want to talk about being quick to hear. 
I want to talk about our hearing. You know, um, we're starting a new year, January 2nd, woohoo, and we all want to, you know, we might be interested in what the different ministers of God or the different prominent leaders in the body of Christ might be saying about this year, and most everyone has something to say about this year, and I'd love to come in as your pastor and give you the word of the Lord for the year, but how many understand if we aren't able to hear correctly, yeah. it doesn't matter what people are saying. That's right. <laughs> it doesn't matter what words are coming forth if we haven't trained ourselves mm -hmm. to hear. Amen. James says, let's be quick to hear, slow to speak, yes. slow to get angry. And he says, uh, he says, receive with meekness the engrafted word. In other words, um, the person that has trained themselves to hear correctly and to watch what they say, they're going to be able to receive. Yes. Um, hearing is directly correlated to how you receive. And so this morning, if we were going to put a title on this, which I'm bad about titles, I'd say hearing and receiving. Amen. Because without hearing properly, uh, we're not going to receive as we ought. And so with that being said, and us looking at that verse, would you turn with me to Proverbs chapter 4? Hallelujah. Quick to hear. Quick to hear. That's me. I'm going to be quick to hear. Quick to hear what God's saying. Quick to hear what the people that are in my life that speak the things of God to me. I'm going to be quick to hear what God is using them to say. I'm going to be quick to hear what, what it is God is trying to get to me. Right? Because how many understand if we have this idea that we already know what the minister is ministering, we're not hearing what the minister is ministering. Oh, yeah. Amen. Uh, one of the, the worst uh, problems with, really, with flesh in general is the, this I know syndrome. I know. Yeah. I know. Have you ever tried to give somebody directions or <laughs> help them with something? Uh, your children, perhaps, <laughs> or, you know, just anyone you might work with or anyone you're dealing with. And before you can even get out one sentence, you've, heard, you've got the phrase, I know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, if you know, why am I having to explain it? Why, why are we taking the time to go over this? If you know, why did you ask? If you know, why, uh, you know, why is there prompting on the inside of me to help you get this knowledge? if you already know. Amen. And we all have to be careful with this I know syndrome. Come on now. It's a disease. <laughs> it's a disease of the flesh. Because the flesh, pride, does not want to admit that they don't know. And so they'd rather speak I know than be quick to hear and admit I don't know. And so I have to hear in order to receive. Wow. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1. He says, hear, O sons, a father's instruction. Get that? The first word we get here. 
here. Yeah. Hear, O sons, a father's instructions. Be attentive that you may give insight. So it, to hear something, we have to be attentive to what's being said. We have to pay attention. For I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. Oh my goodness, I've wanted to say that to so many people as I've watched them turn and go a different direction. Yes. Don't forsake the teaching, not because we're so great at what we, what we do, but because God's word is so great at keeping yes. us all in line Amen. with what, uh, what he has for us. And Amen. we've watched person after person walk away from the teaching. Why? Because they know. They've decided they know better. I'm not mad at anybody today, and I'm, I'm certainly not, you know, I just want us to stay straight. Mm -hmm. In 2022, I want to progress. I want to move forward. I want to increase. I want to receive all that God has, and I won't be able to do it. You won't be able to do it if we've got this idea that we already know. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my words. Keep my commandments and live. Yes. Oh, well, there you go. So the father taught, and I'm assuming this is David and Solomon here. I, you know, I don't know for 100% sure, but, but the father taught the son, hold fast my words. How do you hold fast somebody's words? You pay attention when the words are being said. You write them down, yes. you hold them to your heart, you go over them again and again. And the writer here in Proverbs was writing them down because he held them fast when he was young. Mm -hmm. Hold fast my words, praise the Lord. Uh, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get insight. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her. And she, wisdom, will keep you. Yes. Love her and she will guard you. Amen. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Mm -hmm. You might laugh at that. But how, how many people skip that part? Come on, we talk about faith, you know, stepping out in faith, and people skip the first step of faith, which is hear from God. That's yes. Come on now. They just decide, I know. I know some scriptures. I'll just throw some scriptures at this and decide to get it with my faith. That's not how faith works. Faith works by hearing from God first. And wisdom comes by getting it. You can't get it if you're not hearing it. And you're not hearing it if you've already decided, I know this. Yeah. Amen. Even if you're sitting in a pew or a chair. Wow. Praise the Lord. This is going to help us this morning, okay? We're just, we're just making sure everything's straight. You know, when, when the football teams go, first meet, they go over how to catch the ball. 
You know, they go over the basics because they want to refresh themselves. They don't start with the trick plays when they get to training camp, right? right? They go over the basics. And sometimes we need to refresh ourselves and, and just make sure that we're doing things correctly in the very basics. Mm-hmm. So this morning, it's hearing. Yeah, it's good. Thank you. Get wisdom. Get insight. Do not, oh, excuse me, verse 7. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. And whatever you get, get insight. Mm-hmm. Can you pull this up in the Amplified, this verse 7 here? It says, the beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. What kind of wisdom? Skillful, godly wisdom. For skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing. And with all you've gotten, get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. What does that mean? That means when you hear something on a Sunday morning, when you receive something and write it down, when you're reading the word on your, with your daily devotion time and you're just spending time reading the word, you don't just blaze past everything. But if there's some things you don't understand, you ask the Father. You ask the Spirit of God, Lord, help me with this. Help me understand this. Help me comprehend what you're trying to say. If something lodges in your heart as somebody is ministering to you, jot it down or go back to the podcast and listen to it again. Um, Listen to it again and again and again and again. Listen to it until it's not just mentally stored. But it is discerned and comprehended in your spirit. Amen. That is getting wisdom. Amen. Godly wisdom. Wisdom that will carry you through anything you might face in the future. You understand this. God sees ahead before we ever get to our future, he knows it all already. And he is so good at taking care of us, he stocks your life with answers before you ever get to a problem. Amen. That is amazing. That is so like God. He takes care of you before you ever get into a situation that needs help. And if we've been hearing If we've been receiving with meekness the engrafted word that's able to save us in any situation we find ourselves in, we will have all the answers we need to get through the problem. And it can be to the point that you, I mean, we've gotten to to the point where so many situations come up, maybe even on a daily basis, and it really doesn't even phase us. Because we've stored so much of God's grace and ability and power and wisdom on the inside of us, it's so easy to navigate through Mm -hmm. and get to the other side of some problems. It's almost as if they did never exist. Think, think of this. Think of Jesus when everyone was so furious and they took him out to the brow of the hill to throw him over. Mm. Yeah. What does the Bible say? He just walked right through the midst. I'm sorry. If you've got 
hundreds of people angry and have a hold of you, ready to kill you? How do you walk out of that? Well, obviously the power of God. But he had so much of the life and power of God stored on the inside of him. He had received and heard from his father so much. He was able to get out of the trickiest of situations. This is excellent. Amen. Amen. The beginning of wisdom is get it. Yes. Amen. Get wisdom. It goes on in verse 8 in the, uh, back to the ESV. It says, prize her wisdom highly. She will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. Amen. Here, I don't know about you, in my Bible, that, that word is circled. Mm-hmm. Here, my son, and what? Accept my words that the years of your life may be many. Yes. Glory to God. Amen. You want a long life? Learn how to hear. Amen. Learn how to hear and accept the word of God, the things of God, yeah. the leading and direction of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, If, if anything about 2022 should be exciting to you, it's the idea that you could learn to hear more, from, hear more accurately from God. Amen. Be led more accurately. Amen. And it should wake you up with morning excited. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, God, today I get to hear from you. Yes. I, get to, I get to be led by you. Yeah. I, get, I get to follow you. I get to serve you. I get to... Be led to people that need to hear about you. And you're going to help me today to minister to those people. Amen. Amen. I don't think there's anything more exciting to me personally than stepping out, hearing from God, doing what God has said, and watching him work everything out. It's amazing. amazing. I, I mean, I don't care if it's, uh, stopping somewhere and getting a cup of coffee because he's dealt with me too and I wind up meeting somebody that needs to be ministered to or if it's just picking up an extra item or two at the grocery store because I was prompted to and yeah. then I have the exact ingredients I need to uh, make something that I didn't realize I was going to have to make. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, I, I rejoice and am so thrilled Everything God would prompt me to do. I I, I rejoice at everything that I've heard from him. And when you get to that point where even the small things are amazing to you, it makes it so easy to hear. Why? Because we're quick to hear. Mm -hmm. We're looking to hear from God. From God, not from every source that's out there, not from every media source, not from our family. Praise the Lord. I love my family. But um, I want to be quick to hear from God, from God's mouthpieces in my life. I want to be quick to hear that so that I can receive all that he has. Amen. It's precious. Yeah. 
It's precious. Hear my son and accept my words. We can't accept things we don't hear. And if we haven't trained ourselves to hear correctly, we're not going to get very far with God. I have watched through the years, not just with this church, but we've had another church as well. I've watched people come and receive and watch their lives start to change and flower and blossom and watch God start to move. And you can almost see it when you're ministering. After a year or two, sometimes less, you'll watch things close up. And it's simply because they think they know. They've heard that verse before. They've, they've, they've been in this service. They know the order of the service. They know what's going to happen. They know, oh, now she's going to minister, and da 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 and we're, we've been here before. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, things become more important. You'll watch them pull up their phone and, you know, answer a text or check their email or look on Facebook. And you might, you're looking at me surprised. I see it all the time. Yeah. I see it all the time, and not just in our services. Right. Wherever we go. Big meetings, small meetings, doesn't matter. Why? Because they've, they've stopped being attentive mm-hmm. to what they're hearing. Listen, you might be able to multitask in the kitchen. You might be able to multitask at work. But when it comes to the things of God, this is it. When we get here, this is, I'm here to receive from God. I'm here to get what God has, is speaking to me. I'm, I'm here to hear. And nothing else matters. That's right. Praise the Lord. I really am not mad. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm intent about, about um, what we need to, uh, what we need. Praise the Lord. In order to get wisdom, we, we can't have the attitude that we know it all. We just, we just can't. Because I don't. Brother Hagen used to tell us all the time, The further along I go with God, the more I see I don't know. Yeah, amen. Does that make sense to you? The the further I go, the more I see in the Word, I don't understand everything. That's right. That's a sign of maturity right there. And we all see it with every teenager we've ever raised or or been in contact with, right? You know, there, there, there comes a point, particularly when you're 13 or so, and then maybe 16, it depends on, on the, the different individual. When you're 18, when you're 21, you decide, oh, I got this. I'm good. I know it all. Uh, but, you know, if, if you're wise, thank God our children were, uh, it didn't take them long to realize, oh, wait a minute, mom and dad know way more. <laughs> I'm going to scooch right behind their coattails again. And if we're wise, we'll realize God knows way more. Amen. One of my favorite things about the book of Job, there's not much to, to uh, be excited about the book of Job, but the end when God steps in and says, let me talk to you. You've all sat there and talked for weeks now about what you think God is like. And God steps in and said, have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? Because I have. Have you ever created a world? Because I have. Come on now. Have you ever moved the wind and done this and done that? Have you ever created an animal? Because I have. And they're all like, oh, God knows more. God knows more. 
And Job's like, forgive me, Lord. I'm putting my hand on my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Very wise. Amen. Praise the Lord. Turn with me to Luke chapter 6. I'm going to look at a few scriptures this morning. Luke chapter 6, verse 18. It was talking about the crowd that had come to, uh, to Jesus, his disciples and the crowd. And it says, who came, they came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Amen. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. Uh, we won't t- take time to look at the whole context, but I mean, this was a massive crowd. And this is not the only verse where it says the crowd came to hear. Which is so interesting. They didn't just come to be healed. They came to hear. And the result of their hearing was healing. Mm -hmm. Say that again. The result of their hearing was healing. Uh, Just a couple chapters over in Luke 8. Verse 18, Jesus again is ministering. Luke 8, 18 says, take care then how you hear, how you hear. Does it matter how you hear? Yes. yes. For the, to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he thinks that he has will be taken away. For a long time, this verse bothered me. I didn't quite get it. But can you pull that up in the New Living Translation for us? This is tremendous. The New Living says it this way. So pay attention to how you hear. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening... Even what they think they understand will be taken away yes, from them. So much. Wow. Can you sit in a service and not receive what the Lord was trying to convey? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. And I dare say that at some point in our lives, we've all done that. Whether it's because there was a lot going on, we had, you know, we had things to take care of after service, you know, it was just a regular Sunday, ho-hum, da-da-da-da, and we allowed what was being spoken to just go right over. And you might even say on the way out, great service, thanks pastor, (laughs) right? But if we're not paying attention to how we hear, I love how it says that. Those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what they think they understand will be taken away. Wow. Wow. Praise the Lord. Mark chapter 4, verse 24. This is going to help us all year, guys. (laughs) It's going to keep us straight. Mark 4, verse 24. Again, Jesus says to them, pay attention to what What you hear. hear. 
With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. So he, Jesus told us in Luke to be careful how we hear. Now he's saying, be careful what yes. you're hearing. Yes. Not, every, uh, not everything that is preached, even, is what you are supposed to be hearing. Amen. God will put divine order in your life. He will, he will connect you with a man or woman of God. That's right. In the name of a pastor. He will connect you with your pastor. And when you are connected with your pastor and you've heard from God, this is my pastor, you stay with that pastor. You do not leave from that pastor unless God deals with you to do something different. And then from there on, he might connect you with other people. Obviously, my husband and I were connected with Pastor Nancy Dufresne. That's our connection point. Every pastor needs to be connected to a, a minister. Why? That's the way God set it into place. There are other ministers that we might go listen to or we might we might hear from time to time, but they are not our main hearing That's source. Right. That's right. I listen to my husband. I, uh, I listen to his messages. If, if he's out on the road and they're live streaming, I'm listening. And then when, wherever Pastor Nancy goes, I'm listening. Why? Because that's my connection. Mm-hmm. That's where I, my hearing needs to be the most keen. Yes. Amen. Pay attention to what you hear. Uh, can you get this for me in the Amplified? Oh, my, 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 my. He said to them, be careful what you are hearing. Mm-hmm. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. Mm-hmm. And more besides will be given to you who hear. Tremendous verses that Jesus is telling us, you have to be careful how you hear. You have to be careful what you hear. And then with what you've received, what you've heard, you have to give a measure of thought and study to what you've heard. And as you do, as you meditate on the things that you've heard, God will give you the comprehension. Remember what we read in Proverbs. Get wisdom. Get insight. Comprehension. How do you get it? You hear carefully. And as you study it, as you ponder it, as you meditate on it, It comes back to you more than what you've even heard. I've had people come up to me after a service and say, God God was showing me this and this and this, and it wasn't even what I was ministering on. But as they were receiving what was being said, God was expanding the exact answers they needed for their life into Mm -hmm. them. That's why we can, we can preach a message on tithing and someone can get an answer of, of what they need to do in a relationship. Yep. That's why for us, the biggest thing every Sunday is what does God want to be spoken? Yeah. Amen. It's not what do I think the people need to hear. Yeah. 
because we all need to hear a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of subjects we could all use some refreshers on. Amen. But if we can trust God, and if I can hear from God as to what he wants us to hear, then when you're hearing what I'm speaking, you're receiving what God is saying. And it can be different even than what I've verbally said, but it can be the answer to your needs for the week, for the month, for the year. Praise God. With the measure, uh, with, with how we hear, that, that comes back to us in virtue and knowledge, comprehension, Proverbs told us. Let's go back to Proverbs. Proverbs 4. He said in verse 10, Hear, my son, accept my words, that the years of your life may be many. Then he says in verse 11, I've taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. Can we all say about the Lord? He's taught us the ways of wisdom. He's taught us how to get wisdom. He's taught us how to receive wisdom. He's taught us where wisdom is. And verse 12 really is where we want to get to this morning. If you, if you will learn to hear, if you will get wisdom, if you will prize it above everything else, if you will take time to study out what you've heard and allow it to multiply on the inside of you in your spirit, this is our, our result in verse 12. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. Amen. And if you run... You will not stumble. Wow. Amen. Wow. Really? Yes, really. This is what God wants for you in 2022 and 2023 and 2024. He wants you to be able to walk unhindered. He wants you to be able to run and not stumble. Is it possible? Yeah. He just gave us 11 verses on how to, how to get there. Yes. Prize wisdom. Hear it. Amen. Pay attention to how yes. you hear the wisdom God's placed in your life, mm -hmm. the people he's put in your life. And don't tear away from it. Don't pull away from it. Don't just treat it like uh, something we do. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Uh, Pull this in the Amplified. In the Amplified, it says, When you walk, your steps shall not be hampered. Your path will be clear and open. And when you run, you shall not stumble. Your path, your path, your path will be clear and open. Yes, amen. When a path is clear and open... You've got light, you've got visibility, you've got a flat surface with which to, to walk on, right? To run on. Has anyone ever tried to run in the woods? I have. It doesn't go well. I mean, even if somebody's already gone ahead of you and cut a path in the woods, you're, what, where your, your eyes are still on the ground, 
Why? Because there's stumps, there's rocks, there's all kinds of things that can hinder and impede your progress. But when the path is clear and open, smooth and easy, you can run. You can pick up the pace. When God says, do this, you've got a straight shot. And there's so much light, it's easy to see what's ahead. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Wisdom will get you this. Wisdom, hearing and receiving with meekness the engrafted word into your souls, that will get your steps clear and open. Amen. Amen. We say it a lot. Our path is clear, path is clear and, open. and open. Clear and open. Clear and open. Uh, it's the, I have here the NCV. Is that the new century? Oh, you have it. Thank you. You knew where I was going. Verse 12. The new century says this. Nothing will hold you back. You will not be overwhelmed. Wow. I'm going to read verse 11. I'm guiding you in the way of wisdom. I'm leading you on the right path. Nothing will hold you back. You will not be overwhelmed. Yes, amen. Nothing will hold you back. You will not be overwhelmed. Amen. Can we say that? Nothing will hold me back. I will not be overwhelmed. That means if God's called you to do something, you don't have to be overwhelmed at the thought of all that he's got. You know, he will always call you to do things that are bigger than you, that cost more than you have in the bank, that that look larger than could ever be done by one human. That's right. He doesn't want it to be done by a human. He wants it to be done by him through a human. Wisdom, hearing, what God is saying will give you the light needed. Amen. So that nothing overwhelms you. Amen. Amen. When the enemy raises his head, you can look at it and laugh. Why? Because my path is clear and open. Mm-hmm. Even if you try to put stuff in my way, I've already seen it out ahead. And I'm able to step over it so easily. Amen. Because there's so much light. In wisdom. Oh, my, my, my. Hearing helps us receive. Receiving is gaining wisdom. Walking in wisdom makes our path clear, open, Mm -hmm. unhindered. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know about you. It's exciting to me. Do you want to add something? Okay. So I think we'll have to finish up here by looking at verse 18. And of course, we look in Proverbs 4. My intent was actually to read through all of Proverbs 4. We're not going to be able to do that. But you know, verse 20, my son, pay attention to my words. Be attentive. And, and those great verses about his, his words being healing to our body and life to those that find them. But in verse 18, before it even gets to that, it says this. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. We've preached on that verse. We've read that verse. You can look it up in different translations. It's tremendous. 
And the idea is that our path should gain more and more light as we go. But if you look at the verses before these, we see why our path gets brighter. Because we've learned how to hear. That's right. We've learned how to pay attention to the answers that are coming out of the mouth of God mm -hmm. that's in our life. Amen. The word of God that we read from a day-to-day -day basis. And we've learned how to take it to ourselves, to study it, to meditate on it, to allow it to increase until we have wisdom. Amen. And our path is clear and open, mm -hmm. and things get brighter and brighter Amen. with each new day. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise Hallelujah. The Lord. Yes. Why don't you stand to your feet this morning? Is that going to be you this year? Yes. It's going to be me. That's me. Every day, brighter and brighter. Every day, more light. How do I get more light? How do I see better? I hear better. Amen. I pay attention to the Spirit of God Amen. better. Amen. I look to Him on a daily basis. Right. I make it my purpose. Amen. And he makes my path bright. Mm -hmm. Father, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you for this new year. Thank you for all you've done for us in the past. But we look ahead in anticipation for all you have for us, for the people, the buildings, the lands, all that you have in this year ahead. We say we're looking for it. We're, we're, we're excited for it. And Lord, most of all, we want to hear all you have to teach us. Hear all you have for us to receive. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for increasing it for us. Mm -hmm. Increasing our wisdom. Increasing our light. Yes, and we thank you that for all of us here right now, our path is clear yes. and open. Yes. Unhindered. Amen. Amen. Easy to get through. Yes. And we receive it for the whole year. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God.